Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our story segment. And today we share part three of Jack and the Beanstalk in our Masala Fairy Tales series. Have you enjoyed the story thus far? We hope so. By the way, do you know how Jakey is obsessed with Instagram? Are you following us on Instagram? How about our Facebook page? Look up our account for all our kids and follow us to learn about contests, our literacy project, and more. And now to part three of Jack and the Beanstalk. Last week, the giant's brother Beanpole helped Jakey escape with the bag of gold. That was kind of him. What does Jack do in return? Does he get any of the other treasures? Let's listen, find out. Months passed and I grew restless. Now that we weren't starving, Ma never worried about my school fees. The history test was coming up, but I couldn't concentrate. I paced up and down the garden when I first noticed the tiny pods popping up on the beanstalks. Oh, I must get this nagging worry out of my system. If I had to bring myself to study, I ran to Ma and made a special request. At first she was nervous, but I knew I could make her see it my way. So Ma got busy in the kitchen. I ate a good lunch, but Ma still packed me a bag of things to eat and some water too. Then I began the long trudge up the beanstalk. At last I came to the cloud and I retraced the footsteps from my first trip. There, by the door, stood Beanpole, looking wistful. Hello, I waved at him. Here, Beanie, my ma made it, especially for you. I held out a packet, wrapped in banana leaves. Beanpole looked stunned at this small act of kindness. I realized that his life must have been one of service to his ungrateful brother. The aroma from the packet hit him hard, and he sat down right there by the door and opened it. He must never have seen or smelled anything like this before. On top of white rice, fluffier than the cloud around us, lay the most delicious-smelling kidney beans. Mass cooking, I tell you. Go on, eat it. We call this Rajma Chawal. This is one of the dishes I told you about last time I was here. Beanpole dug into the food and finished it in no time. After all, he was a giant, even if he looked like a runt. I had packed more than a man could eat, but it wasn't much for him. I had given him something in return for his help, and that made me happy. I have to go back now. The ground shook under my feet. Oh no. Beanpole whisked me into the house and shut me in the cupboard of cans in the blink of an eye. In came the giant as before. Once again, he sang. Fee, fi, fo, fum. I smelled the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead, I'll have his bones to grind my bread. 
he stood in the middle of the room and sniffed loudly. There's a different smell today, isn't there? Did you make something different today? I thought he looked hopeful. Oh, go on. You're confusing the smell of the baked beans for humans. Just eat your dinner and you'll get over it, Beanpole said to the giant. I saw the giant pudgy hands dip a big mound of bread into the baked beans. He's finished his dinner. Wonder what comes out today, I thought. Bring my hen that lays golden eggs, he ordered, and Beanpole obeyed. The giant said, lay, and the bird laid a golden egg. Then he put his head on the table and began to snore. When I thought it was safe, I crawled out of the cupboard and made my way to the table. I stood on my toes to grab the hen, but couldn't reach it. I did get a golden egg, though, and that's better than nothing, I consoled myself. Crawling to the door, I looked for Beanpole. I needn't have worried. Beanpole slid the latch quietly and out we went. I felt I had to explain myself again. Listen, Beanpole, I hope you don't mind me taking the egg. It's just that we play this amazing game called Five Stones. These eggs are the right size and so bright that we can play with these even at dusk. Oh, wait here. Beanpole disappeared inside the house. When he returned, he held a hen, one hand around its beak. Oh, I don't want you to get into any trouble, I began. Consider this a thank you for the delicious kidney beans and rice. Don't worry. I'll give him some other treasure and keep him busy. And so, I came back home with the hen that laid golden eggs. A few months passed and all the beanstalks were heavy with pods. My mother hired some village lads to harvest the different beans. The basket of beans gave me an idea and I went to talk to my mother again. Soon after, I began to climb the beanstalk in the early hours of that morning. I climbed and climbed and climbed and climbed some more, until I got to the cloud. It seemed like Beanpole knew that I was coming. He walked over to me. I undid my heavy bag and handed it all over to him. The smell of the food was hard to resist. Beanpole sat on the road and opened the gift. A feast! It is a feast, shouted Beanpole, for there was rajma, chavli, dry curry, mung beans kutu, matki beans, and chana masala. There were packets of rice and chapatis. Yes, and the feast is for me, a voice boomed from behind. How had we not heard the giant? Drat! He had padded his feet with towels and snuck up behind us. One look at me and he began. Fee, fi, fo, fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead. 
I'll have his bones to grind my bread. I had had enough of it. Well, you can't, I stood up. We have Punjabi, Gujarati, Marathi, Tamil, Telugu, Bengali, Odia, Bheel, Gond, Lambada, Irula, Manipuri, Assamese, and more, but no Englishmen. They left for their home a long time ago. Nor is the feast for you. You can have some if Beanpole agrees to share it with you. I told you, brother, our clouds moved away from England long ago. We have been hovering over India this past year. What? Do you think the polar jet stream brought you this far from the UK? I asked him. The brothers looked at me. What? Why are you looking at me as if I spoke in Hindi or Tamil or Oriya or Maithili or Urdu? My teacher's voice sounded in my head. Atmosphere, air current, temperature difference, earth's rotation. Oh, I better switch him off. The giant's face swelled in anger. I saw those pudgy arms, the arms that squished the loaf of bread, reach out to squish me. But Beanie was quicker. He hurled one of the open food packets straight at his brother's face. That's all I needed. Those few seconds gave me time to duck and run to the beanstalk. I felt the tremor of the beanstalk and looked over my shoulder. Oh, thank goodness, it was Beanie. He was coming down the beanstalk too. Swish, 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 the leaves swung back and forth as we hopped from one stalk to another. Oh, come on, Beanie swung me over his shoulder, and I hung on to his neck for dear life. Yes, we got down much sooner because Beanpole did have long legs. When we came closer to the garden, I shouted, Ma, Ma, bring me the axe. It is easy to have a giant do your work for you, even if he's a runt. Beanie cut down the beanstalk in no time. Later, I watched Ma fill Beanpole with a thali. Large bowls were filled with rajma, chole, moong, dal makhani, matki usal, drumstick sambar, and more. I counted at least 25 dishes. Ma, where did you get all these types of food? Are, you kept talking about Beanstar, so I got a smartphone. Then the people at Hotel Lol Bhavan showed me how to find recipes using the phone. Bini, these are all different kinds of dal in India. Her face beamed with pride. My mother is using the internet. Lovely. Why didn't your brother follow us, Bini? I turned to my friend. Oh, I saw him sit down to open the other food packages. You know the packet I flung at him went straight into his mouth. Once he tasted the food, he must have wanted more. Anyway, that gave us time to escape. <sighs> Beanie belched loudly. Here, better, the phone. You can borrow it over the weekends, but you must concentrate on your studies during the weekdays. Ma shook her finger at me. Don't worry, Ma. I seem to be taking in what my teachers say, even when I don't want to. I will finish school, I reassured her. The next few months were weird. I knew that my mom and Beanpole were up to something, 
because they were always whispering. And then, one fine day, they took me to dinner at the newest restaurant in the neighboring town. Oh, the place looks so busy. Will we have to wait long, do you think? I asked Ma. Shaking her head, she said, no, no. It's your friend's restaurant, after all. There it was, the Beanpole Dhaba. I have my Insta account now, only it is full of pictures of beans palya, chana masala, green moong khutu, rajma, matki dal, cluster beans, lobia, sambar, parpurasam. Do stop by when you come our way. This is the end of today's episode and the end of the story, Jack and the Beanstalk. So, my friends, did you enjoy the story? We hope you did. Write to us and let us know at podcast at forallourkids.com. That is podcast at forallourkids.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Come back for more Masala Fairy Tales in the following weeks. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. For All Our Kids.